Welcome to Category Is. Hey, y'all. This is What's our up? last show of, of the, the year. year. Episode 15. Yes, we yeah. got 15 in before 2019. I know. It would have been nice if it was 19 before 19. But you get well. what you got, folks. <laughs> That's what we got. We be coming at y'all consistent weekly, Every though. Week, yeah. Right Every on Wednesday. time. Right on time. Yes. Unlike some people. Ooh, ooh, don't do that. <laughs> we're not, we're a positive we and uplifting are. We are. podcast. This, guys, is going to be, again, our last show, kind of our recap. It's like a recap. Yeah. We're going to discuss the year and uh, 2018 <laughs> wore me the fuck out. All the way out. out. Yeah. How about you, Maurice? Same. It went by fast, but at the same time, it was a lot. It was a yeah. lot. You know, it just every day when you just mm-hmm. think you can't take any more, when you feel like the news media was just becoming more ridiculous, more outlandish. Every, yeah. Can it get any more crazy? Apparently. It does. <laughs> every day. So, you know, yeah. we're going to give you guys basically the format of the show is going to be different than what you're used to. Yeah. The first half of the show, we're mm-hmm. going to kind of discuss the things that need to be left in 2018. <laughs> then what are we discussing in the second half of the show, And Maurice? then in the second half, we're going to give you like our best of list like you know just the things that are really good for for the year you know yeah. who who did what the best the highlights yeah or as the kardashians would say the peaks in the pits <laughs> the peak in the pit right yeah but <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get this started off with a festive drink fitting yes. of a new year's celebration <laughs> and to bring in 2019 Ooh, yes. oh champagne yes let's Cheers. Cheers, yes. <laughs> toast. A toast to goodbye 2018 and hello, hello 2019. Yeah. All right, Maurice, let's get into our things that need to be left. Right. Leave them behind. Y'all ain't coming stay. with us. Yeah. The first thing I want to stay in 2018 is, you know that meme with the lady and she's walking up the stairs and she's like, it's a cartoon drawing. Right. And so she has like a bag on her back and she's like stepping over, I guess, all the problems that she's leaving in 2018 like, or the year before. Right. So she's always like, you know, a cheating man. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, credit card, credit debt. debt, lying, and just all this crazy stuff. Right. Procrastination. Procrastination. All this negative stuff that she's leaving behind. Then in her little book sack, she got what? She's taking the Lord into. <laughs> Into the next year. Right. She's taking, you know, positivity and good vibes. Prosperity. And yeah, like all of that. But she good, been, good bundles. <laughs> but she's been doing that same thing every year. She's been stepping since the good 2014. Since, yeah, like 2012, I think. But every year, though, she's still got the same problems. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe 2019 is going to be her year. Like, maybe she's finally going to get rid of all this stuff. I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. You know, and for that reason, I don't do resolutions. Do no, you? I do. Okay. But more, my resolutions are not to like, because, you know, they're usually like, stop drinking, right. stop smoking, you know, stop doing things. But I like to do more of something positive. Okay. Yeah. So your resolution isn't necessarily a limitation. Right. It's not a negative thing. It's not a negative thing. Yeah. It's more like spend more time with my family. Right. You know, do things in the community. Do, you know, just positive things. That's good. That's yeah. a good resolution. Because mm-hmm. I think that, you know, I think sometimes people make resolutions and it's like, stop eating sugar mm-hmm. or stop drinking or yeah. it's something really, really hard. Yeah. And stop it's guessing. hard to track. Yeah. So like, that's why it's all or nothing mm-hmm. because they can kind of track that. Because if yeah. people say, oh, I just want to go to the gym more. Okay. Well, what is but more? What's more? 
You know, it's not like a smart mm-hmm. goal. Mm-hmm. You know, like the, those guards with a smart, like specific, measurable, mm-hmm. actionable, or something. Yeah, all of that. All that stuff. I forget <laughs> yeah. what it is. Uh-huh. But, you know, I don't really get into the resolutions things because mm-hmm. I always break them <laughs> uh, fairly quickly. So. Mm-hmm. I think that I'm more of like a set in intention. That's kind of been well, the newfangled thing to do these okay. past few years. Mm-hmm. And last so year what was pretty good. Mean, last year, my intention was to prioritize self care. Um, <laughs> like did, real self care? Like real self care. Okay, because you said it was BS. No, no, no. That's not what I said. I said publicizing your self care is okay. BS, not doing self care. <laughs> There's a distinction. That's true. You're right. I've always do my self care in private. You ain't mm-hmm. never seen me post, post a self care hashtag. Okay. <laughs> right. Because that's some BS. That is the BS, but right. I did, I did prioritize my self-care. Mm-hmm. Um, the last quarter, mm-hmm. my self-care has gone by the wayside. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, you know, been a lot. But mm-hmm. I think that's kind of going to be, like, a part of my intention for next year. Mm-hmm. But, like, building upon it even further than okay. I did this past year, if that makes any okay. sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I guess my resolution, I don't really have a resolution per se. Like, I think there's a because there's a couple languages that I've been learning. And so I a, think, a couple. Yeah. Excuse so me. I think that by the end of the year, I want to be fluent in at least one of those. Like fluent conversation. Like conversation. OK. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good goal. Yeah. To have. That's awesome. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, get your rose out of stone and get to work. <laughs> you know. I'll, yes. I'll get my Duolingo. Maybe we can see si habla español. Do a do a pod <laughs> si. in español. Oh, okay. Is that the language you're learning? Yeah. Okay. I'm learning Spanish and Russian. And Russian. Mm-hmm. Spasiba. <laughs> Only reason I know that's because Sex in the City. With uh, Alexander. Alexander Petrovsky. Mm-hmm. And Alexander Pushkin. <laughs> Okay, well, right. to the things that need to be left in 2018. Yes. Let's start number off with one. people. Number one. Is that a good category? Yeah, let's do people. The people. The people. Well, this one's kind of hard to be left in 2018. Well, I think we're both agreeable. Yeah, if we could. But 45 Him. needs to be left yeah. in 2018. Yeah. I mean, he should have been left in... 2015. Yeah, 15, but you can't get what you want sometimes but. it's tough you know he is a, just an exhausting life force or a succubus yeah yeah just energy mm-hmm. i think collectively the nation has kind of been um feeling down yeah not feeling hopeful not at all i think that like all my friends like none of us are in the christmas spirit mm-hmm. i can't help but blame that on like the trying as year yeah that trump has like put folks through mm-hmm. it's just too much now obviously he's not going to be left in 45 he is you know legitimately or not the president has been holding that position. Yeah. But I do have a prediction. I think that something's going to happen within the first quarter of the year. Really? Something major. I'm being hopeful and optimistic. Okay. But I think that something big, like something big, big, mm-hmm. is going to go down the first quarter. Okay. Because now he's had like, what, two years in office? Yep. And we're kind of over the hump. Mm-hmm. And I think that like that's when he's going to least expect it. Mm-hmm. But that's when they're going to stick it to him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, given everything that's been going around with all the people Recently, involved yeah. in this camp. Mm-hmm. I, my prediction is by the first quarter. By the first quarter. Okay. I'm going to say by the end of H1. So by June. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we shall see. Yeah. Well, we want you to stay where, Trump? Back, Back there. there. <laughs> Don't come up in here. Don't come up to 2019. Don't be with coming us. to 2019 doing that same <sighs> stuff. All and right. somebody take his, his Twitter away from him, please. <sighs> and his toupee. <laughs> Anyway, let's not talk about that. Right. He brings me down. I can already mm. feel like the dopamine leaving my body. I know. I get so sad. Speaking of somebody who brings me down. Who? 
we need to leave Gabrielle Union in 2018. Ugh. Leave that I woman alone. Stand her. I do not like her. Let just can't you just let her be happy with her baby? I mean, <laughs> she posts so much on Instagram about that baby. But why you know she posts if you don't like her? See, Does you really love her. Oh, definitely You not. love her. You, no. ha- you, you know what they say about haters. What? Haters are your biggest fans. I'm not a fan. How you know what she posting? She show up in my um, Explore feature. Oh, see, I don't go in there. Oh. I stay out the Explore you feature. Do? I sure do. Oh, well. That's how I found, like, all the restaurants and stuff. What restaurants? Like, I follow, like, the food hashtags. Oh, okay. So I go in there to look at, like, the new restaurants and stuff. I guess. But she'd be all up in there every day. She got, I guess like, she likes food, too, huh? I guess. But. What is your problem with this woman? I don't like her. Okay. Is the, she can, just. Can you give us more of a reason why? That's pretty much it. Like, she just seems like a negative person. Right. And I don't like her. Well, that's valid. I mean, we all have met that one person. Mm-hmm. Well, you haven't met her. But we've all known you, one person yeah. where you just don't like them and you don't have <laughs> no rhyme or reason. reason. Right, right, yeah. You just don't. Yeah, I just don't. So and she don't vibe with your at energy all, or frequency. At all. And I don't know what it is. Like, I can't even pinpoint. Because I used to like her, like, when she was in. Uh, what was it, the cheerleading movie? Bring it on. Bring it on. She was cute in that, but then I don't know. Like she was also like forty five in that. Yeah, but at <laughs> some point, it's just I don't know. I just turned. She just turned me all the way off. I, again, I think it's because the characters that she oftentimes plays. No. She plays bitchy characters. I don't think it's that. Well, anyway, speaking of bitches, <laughs> I think that Cardi B, not her. You calling her a bitch? No, calling oh, okay. uh, Nicki Minaj a bitch. Because, yeah. you know, I don't like Nicki Minaj. Yeah. But both of them women can thrive in 2019. What I don't want to mm-hmm. be in 2019 is their beef. The beef. Let it go. Yeah. Y'all had y'all fight. Y'all mm-hmm. had y'all, y'all word exchange over the interwebs. Mm-hmm. Move on. There's enough room for both of y'all to do your thing. Well, Nikki, you have your fans. Cardi, you have yours. Cardi, you were the people's queen. Nikki is going through her little, you know, identity <laughs> crisis yeah. as the one on top who's losing her crown. Yeah. But just leave the beef. Yeah. It got messy. It got nasty. I didn't like it. It was entertaining, though. It was. I had my fun. Mm-hmm. But leave it where? Just leave, leave it back there. there. Yeah. Not in 2019. Yeah, just don't bring that negative energy into 2019. And I think that, you know, yeah, they had it. They had their moment out. They, you know, had their altercation. Just leave it. It's done. Right. It's done. Okay. What else should be uh, left, or whom, rather, should be left in 2019? <laughs> well, speaking of Instagram, this is what I want to be left in 2019. 2018. What? I know you're going to come for me when I say this. Okay. I want Beyonce's Instagram to stop being so curated. I really do. Because it's like, it's too much. Like she was posting pictures recently from that concert she did in South Africa. And instead of giving like a true look at your life, she posting these super posed, super edited pictures and people don't want to see, I don't want to see that. Like if you're going to give a glimpse into your life, be more authentic. Okay. Be more spontaneous. Be more... But how are you going to tell her how to run her Instagram account? It's an extension of her business. It's an extension of her brand. But it's, it's not also like... an extension of her life. Says who? The people at Instagram. <laughs> no. I mean, yes. you can use it for whatever you want to use it for. I guess, but it's just too 
curated. Oh, you want to just see her chilling in the house, like chilling in the house. But Beyonce is not going to let like, you. Like, what that you cooking deep. for dinner? She's not doing you all in the that. kitchen. Mariah Carey is posting. You know, she's making Thanksgiving dinner. She's doing the. Let's she's be clear do, on she's doing. The, Mariah Carey ain't making nothing. Okay, she was she was moving some food around a pan. Well, it gave you the illusion that she was. Okay, the illusion. But Mariah gives you the glimpses into her life. It's not like a superposed, I'm going to stand, you know, here, take 500 pictures of me, and then we're going to edit them into a collage and put them together. It's not like that. Well, I mean, that's your choice. That's what you like. But my thing is, you're not owed insight into Beyonce's life. You get what you get. Oh, I don't care. Stop I'm just following. Saying, Again, you a hater. Okay. I'm not a hater. I'm just saying, be more authentic with the people. Okay. I don't know. I feel like because I'm a very private person, mm-hmm. I would be very much like Beyonce. Like, you're going to get very curated, mm-hmm. very stylized photographs. It's not going to be, you know, a glimpse into nothing. But every photo enough. But every photo on her page is like, she treats it as if it's a fashion shoot or she's doing a spread for this high fashion magazine. So do these Instagram models. <laughs> but I guess. But... They get it from Beyonce. I guess. Just be more... But, like, restaurants real. and stuff. Like, that new restaurant in Philadelphia, uh-huh. Giuseppe and Sons. Yeah. Like, I showed you how, like, their Instagram... Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's beautiful. Like, it the is. layout yeah. is super cohesive mm-hmm. and, like, organized. And it's really, really pretty. That's curated. But that's different, though. How? That, They're both businesses. But that's a product. They're going to show you, you know, a glimpse into the restaurant. They want it to look a certain way. They want the food to be plated, you know. But a how come way. the aesthetic of Beyonce can't be? Because she's a person a... as opposed to a restaurant. She's a person first, and you're saying but this is a... her business. This is her business. That's but her... at the end of the day, she's a person. Okay. And show your personal moments, like she don't when want she to. posted her pictures when she allegedly gave birth to Blue. Well, don't do that. What we're had... not going to do is having that. We are not <laughs> going to be calling that a on the photo pod. shoot. Mo- like hair done, makeup flawless, you know, outfit laid. I'm like, wait, but you're in the hospital. Well, so did Lily Galinchi. Why did I even Ooh. bring her up? <laughs> Somebody I used to follow. Okay. But it's just like, girl. Listen. Just crazy. Give it well, up. anybody else you'd like to leave in 2018? Well, it's not a specific person, but it's a part of a person. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I'm over you. You are. I want Rihanna's nipples to stay. In 2018, they be all over the place. Where do they be? Everywhere. They be in her savage Fenty bras. That's where they be. Mm, Within well, some cheap ass bras, and she <laughs> needs some better material. Cause they be everywhere. Like I'm tired of seeing her like half naked. She's always in a state of undress. But it's her body. She can dress or un or be in a state of undress however she so chooses. If well, you don't want to look at it, don't look. Well, she need to take a shower then. Again, you stay looking. You stay telling her she needs to take a shower when she's she very clean. Mm. She, I bet she got more showers than you do. <laughs> I bet she don't use them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you a mess. Such a mess. I'm a hater. Well, let's talk about, speaking of uh, Savage and Fenty, you know, mm-hmm. she had a big hit runway show this past year. Um, you know, it was inclusive. and mm-hmm. She has her makeup line a hit and was mm-hmm. really successful this year. Rihanna is somewhat of a style icon. I know you Ooh, don't. in them clothes? I know you don't like her style, Mm-mm. but she's iconic to some. She looked like a stoner. I guess. But. If that's style, I guess. I mean, but let's talk about some styles that we feel like should stay in 2018. <laughs> okay. Okay, so one that I believe should stay in 2018. Uh-huh. It popped this year. Footwear. Uh-huh. I think it was really inspired by the Balenciagas. 
Those okay, really no. chunky, <laughs> ugly shoes yeah. that do look like Skechers. They do. Or like New Balance. Right. Well, or not even. New Balance isn't even that sketchy. But mm-hmm. they're just, they have like 101 colors on yeah, them. Yeah. They look like moon shoes. Mm-hmm. It's just, they make your feet look like boats. Mm-hmm. And they're just, they're not flattering. They're not cute. I like them on no one. Mm-hmm. Why would you want your feet to look like that? Mm-hmm. Please leave them in 2018. Okay. Don't bring them ugly behind my shoes. <laughs> and also to the Balenciagas, the ones that look like socks. Yeah. They can stay in 2018, too. Yeah. All Balenciaga all footwear bl- can go. <laughs> and all Balenciaga knockoffs. Bye bye. I'm not even into like shoes like that. So I, don't know. I just hated seeing them. And I don't, yeah. I don't like the Yeezys either. Those, yeah, no. They can stay, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All that. All that, like, you know, statement footwear. Mm-hmm. Just let it go. Yeah, basically. You know, unless it's like a lube or a Louis or it's mm-hmm. like a classic, you know, staple of a shoe. Right. Then this newfangled mess can go. Yeah, basically. So speaking of footwear and athletic shoes, I really want athleisure to stay in 2018. By athleisure, you mean like Ivy Park? Like, I- <laughs> like Ivy Park. Is that just because you don't like, like Beyonce? No, no, no. It's, it's any kind of athleisure. Lululemon. Anybody who got an athleisure line because okay. it's just like those are not real clothes is you... lululemon uh-huh. not, Lulu, not lululemon well lemon <laughs> lululemon okay okay look but, at you yeah but anything like that because it's not real clothes you're not supposed to wear that outside of the then gym. price tags be real though right and so people think they're justified like i paid this much money for these um Yoga pants. Yoga pants. I'm going to wear them wherever. No, you should not. You should. You need to go to yoga, change in the locker room, put on some real clothes, and then leave the studio. Yeah, I do not like people yeah. that wear athleisure. I like to run their errands. Because half right. the time, they don't even be at the gym and they have leisure. Right. It's just something comfy to run yeah, around the city it's like in. you either you should be going directly to the gym or coming right back. Right. You know, and... But no, you see people in the grocery store... Walking downtown at work mm-hmm. in some athleisure, like no, you cannot do that. Yeah, it's not appropriate. Yeah, it's not appropriate. Yeah, and then it's not flattering mm-hmm. on a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, I have seen people in like the professional workplace with uh-huh. like like tights on, yeah, like, workout tights, yeah, like workout short, you know, uh-huh. um, sneakers, uh-huh. and like even like the bra thing. The, yeah, it's just like, yeah, why do you think that's acceptable? Yeah. And I get that you might be working out on your lunch mm-hmm. break, or even if it's like a Saturday, you just mm-hmm. want to run in the office, pick something up. No, but no, you have to put mm-hmm. on some real clothes. Put on real clothes. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I guess going with um style mm-hmm. off of that athleisure is, I know the girls like it. And I know the fashion over fits, but it can really stay. Yeah. And you know, so cheap. I mean, the girls say that they have like nice little club dresses for a little $20. It's a nice place mm. to get a little outfit. You know, it's a little one time wear. Right. And it's going to fall apart. And, and, and go. And that's fine. You know, it's a lot of these fast fashion companies yeah. out there mm-hmm. where women where can order online yeah. and get cute, fun, trendy items mm-hmm. that are, you know, not necessarily a wardrobe staple, won't last long, but are something fun and festive to wear. Mm. Now, the reason that I say that it can stay in 2018 is uh-huh. specifically because this year, Fashion Nova debuted its menswear line. Oh. And all I got to yeah. say is is it sucks. It's absolutely horrible. 
I and barely even looked at it. I can't. Isn't it like velour suits and yeah? It's like all these track, track suits, mm. and they're like all ill-fitting and shirts, and they are like color blocking, mm. and I'm just not here for it. That's not fashion, you know. Yeah. Even today, I was like walking around H and M real quick, mm-hmm. and I was like. I don't even shop here anymore. Why am I in this store? <laughs> yeah. You know, Zara too. Like, why mm-hmm. am I even in this store? I used to shop at Zara back in the yeah, day. Yeah. But I also feel like the quality has changed over time. Yeah. Maybe my, my, my interest or my sophistication. Oh, look at you. Uh, but, you know, not so much my wallet has <laughs> <laughs> changed over time. But yeah. it's just, I'm like, I can't wear these clothes. Yeah. But yeah, Fashion Nova. I don't see anyone wearing Fashion Nova outside of Instagram. Like, you just have well, to see you, the I don't think you would know it's Fashion Nova. You would know. How? You would know. But it's just, well, I don't go clubbing, so maybe they wear it to the club. But it looks like Fashion Nova is designed for people to put it on, take some Instagram pics, and that's the last time you're going to Because the thread's it. just going to pop. It looks like it's real cheap. The, the buttons Fat are hanging shiny. on yeah. for dear life. <laughs> it ain't going to work. I just remember, because like on Basketball Wives, they wear a lot mm-hmm. of Fashion Nova. Wow. And so, do you remember when... Remember when Kim Kardashian was getting married and she had that like pale blue um, dress with like all the embroidery and like the pearls and like yeah. the big flower in the center? Do you remember that outfit? That was by um, Balmain. Yeah. yeah it's a Balmain so, dress, yeah. Uh, Fashion like, Nova has a knockoff. Oh, and, and uh, Tammy exactly, Rowland yes. <laughs> was wearing it in her confessional. And I was like, that dress looks familiar, but something's off about it. <laughs> and it looked so cheap. It had like those glued on rhinestones. Like rhinestones. Not I was the like, embroidery. Fashion yeah. Nova, y'all need to stop. Yeah, I'm surprised that Fashion Nova hasn't like gotten a lot of lawsuits yeah. over some of their designs that are like, you know, on you know, proprietary mm-hmm. or you know, yeah. kind of cross the design yeah, line. Yeah, But another thing I'd like to add style-wise to the Leave in 2018 yeah. list is bad lace front mm-hmm. wigs. Mm-hmm. Now, I know some girls are wiggies. They like to switch it up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, a, a way to do a secure, not a secure, but like a you know, a, a good a hairstyle where their hair can just be braided up underneath. They can protective. rest. A protective style. style. Okay, yeah. yes. And, you know, wigs are fun. I get it. Okay. But y'all chicks out here don't got, you know, <laughs> coins to buy the Tokyo Styles wigs. No, they're you not know, touched by Tokyo. You're not touched by Tokyo. You out here, you, you touched by, you know, Tara. <laughs> you touched by Tanya. Tamika. Tamika. <laughs> And yeah, not Tara, because Tara <laughs> touched by Tara is something else. Yeah. You touched by Taquanda <laughs> and Taika uh-huh. down in Southwest of Sub, you know? <laughs> That's who touching you, because your closure be like three inches mm-hmm. wide. Why? Mm-hmm. Like, I was in the store today, in the little CVS, the lady was checking me out, mm-hmm. and she just had like a straight down middle part. But the part was like at least an inch wide, and I could see all of the lace going the oh, length down the part. No. And it was just like, oh, poor baby. Yeah. And it's just, you know, if I can, you know, they mm-hmm. don't be dying the lace right, or the lace just be too long. I can see it all oh. down on their forehead, uh-huh. or, the, or the wig glue oh. is dried up. Yeah. It's just not a good look. Oh, you know? Yeah. And then, and then they don't even be having a sensible weave. The weave yeah. be like really bright colors. Yeah. It'd be really, really long, like 42 inches long. Mm-hmm. And you're like, come on. Yeah. This is a lot. That's a lot. For the CVS counter. Like, that color is not even natural. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm saying, I'm, and you can have fun with colors, mm-hmm. but it's just like, this, it, this leaves a lot. Yeah. It's just too much. Yeah. How, yeah. Is it clean? No, it's not. 
I mean, I'm not going to get into cleanliness because some people keep, they, you know, they keep their some hair clean. Do, but, but it's just, to me, it's just mm-hmm. a lot. It's a lot yeah. for, for the aesthetic, and I'm not really here for it. But if you go and do it, do it right. Do it right. That's all. Yeah. You know what else? Have you seen, like, the lace fronts for men mm-hmm. on Instagram and, the like, all the barbers are doing them now? Yes. Sorcery. Pure. I don't know how they do that. Witchcraft yeah. and wizardry. Because it looks real. It looks so real. They be having waves. Waves. The like texture. The, the lineup be like so precise. The gradation, mm-hmm. like the fade of it. Yeah. It's just these whole units and it's that like they just so install. Short. Yeah, like how do you do that? I don't know. It'd be blended like that fade be tight. Some of them though, some of the dudes who get it, like uh-huh. I, so I feel like if you're a guy who's uh-huh. in his twenties, right, early thirties, premature balding, but, it looks good. But mm-hmm. some of the men in the Facebook, YouTube videos <laughs> yeah, or whatever that be getting yeah. it, be like smooth in their 50s, yeah. 60s. And their hairline looks like a 12-year-old boy. Yeah. And you're like, no, no. Ain't, no, ain't no way. Your hairline that sharp mm-hmm. and that crisp and yeah. that full. Right. So you got to kind of like gauge it. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that the barber can like make it look a little more natural. But these dudes out here be pressed. Yeah. Pressed. They, some of them do look like very convincing. But then, like, how long do you keep it? I have a lot of questions about that. Me too. Like, all my questions go to cleanliness. Like, how is it sanitary? What does like, it smell like? What does that glue doing up underneath your head? Yeah. Because your scalp must to, sweat. Yeah, yeah. And it has then, to be, like, a net. It has to be some kind of a breathable or a lace. But you can't see. Like, I don't know. Because you can't wash Can you wash it? I don't know. So it stinks. I'm not sure. So I, what if you... I have more questions. Any barber like, what... that listens to the show who mm-hmm. does these, let us write in. Let us yeah, know. Yeah, let us know. Because, like, what if you're having, like, sexy time and, like... It slips. Yeah. Because you're sweating and yeah. it loosens the glue. Yeah. Ugh, let's, I don't I'm even just, want to think about it. I got... Mm, I need to know. I don't. I hope I hope <laughs> you never have to get one. But the way this hairline is starting to uh, swing on back, it might be sooner rather than later. But, I mean... You have to embrace it. But like, men are so vain. We Yeah, we are. More vain than women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially when it comes to hair. I mean, at one at some point, you're just going to have to let it go. And accept that you let have to it let go, it go. Basically. Be bold. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about some other ideas or things or concepts that should be left in 2018. Okay. One thing that should be left in 2018, because it's a lot. Y'all be doing the most and the least at the mm-hmm. exact same time. Passive activism needs to be left in 2018. What do you mean Internet, by passive activism? You see it. Something happens and then people all of a sudden take to Twitter. They take to Facebook. They take to Instagram mm-hmm. to post, repost, hashtag the hell out of everything. Mm-hmm. Make a, you know, a spectacle about of whatever the latest thing they're upset about today. Because right. it's always something. And they create, like, this internet furor about whatever's going on. Right. Like, they did it for Victoria's Secret. Mm-hmm. They did it for... The most recent one is the Forever 21. And they put out a tweet and it had a guy with a sweater on. Okay. That said, Wakanda forever. Right. But the model wearing it was a white model. (laughs) I saw that. Black Twitter, like, blew up about this sweater. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's just like, y'all mad about that, but... Yeah, people were saying, like, oh, you know, you're trying to gentrify Wakanda. Mm -hmm. First of all, all... (laughs) let's get some things straight. Yeah. This is 
fictional a fictional location location with fictional characters mm-hmm. with a fictional plot it is a comic book right and the thing with me black people is like y'all act like wakanda is an actual place mm-hmm. you know well, a lot of them think that it is or they feel like some type of ownership yeah. over this okay yeah it was a movie that centered black characters right and centered black culture mm-hmm. but again this is not even real black culture is kind of like it's, a make-believe yeah, world yeah. this other universe right right and it was influenced i get that it was made it starred it was made maybe with black viewers in mind mm-hmm. but this is like a major motion picture for yeah. a comic book for a comic brand book. yeah it's it has wide mm-hmm. mainstream appeal mm-hmm. and that's the beauty and the fact that this f- successful film mm-hmm. was one of the biggest of the year right is because white people mm-hmm. feel like they can engage in it yeah so now yeah. we don't want white people to wear wakanda shirts how is that gentrifying a fake place right how is it them taking over our stuff it's not for it's you not, yeah yes it was made with you at the center yes it was made with you you know in mind but it's not solely for your use and enjoyment other people you should and you should actually want other people to um appreciate your mm-hmm. culture or yeah. appreciate your things because squads is kept and I get that it's not the same thing, but mm-hmm. we, we can appreciate, you know, Latin culture or mm-hmm. white culture or, mm-hmm. um, you know, Indian culture. Right. Um, but, you know, we do appreciate a lot of white culture because we live in it. Yeah. So why can't it be the other way? That's true. So long as it's not, you know, offensive mm-hmm. or appropriating. Right. And I don't think wearing a, a shirt like that is appropriation. It's not. And there's one white person who lived in Wakanda. Oh, that who? That man? The one with the missing arm. Oh, he didn't live there. He did. No, he like broke in there. No, he lived there. They took him there to heal him. Okay, but he, he wasn't like born and raised. I mean, <laughs> in West Wakanda, <laughs> born and raised. You know, he was not like no. from Wakanda but now. But he like lived there. For a moment. So he could well. get better things on what evict his ass. <laughs> okay. But I feel you on that passive activism. Yeah. I just feel like, okay, first of all... <sighs> It feels like somebody got something to say about every Everything. little thing. Yeah. You can't do nothing. nothing. You know, you can't compliment somebody these mm-hmm. days without That's getting some some feedback. Mm-hmm. You can't you harass them. You know, you can't give somebody money. Mm-hmm. You know, homeless person asked me for a dollar. I gave him 50 cent and got cursed out. Oh, yeah. It's just like, what kind of a world? Mm-hmm. Do you do you, we live in now, where <laughs> it's just End of that's acceptable? Yeah, but it's also like black folk and black Twitter, you know, pick and choose your battles wisely. Yeah, be informed mm-hmm. and just think like, is this necessary? Mm-hmm. Or, is there, or is there more important things we can talk about? Right. And don't get me wrong, I understand that we can talk about little fish and big fish because right. we're capable of walking and chewing gum at the same time. But but some of our arguments are just yeah dumb. Yeah. And, like, there was so much to say about this sweater at Forever 21, but people weren't as engaged about Stacey Abrams or Gillum in Florida. How about that? You know, they're out here blowing Forever 21 up. Well, they they like to do that. You know, some things are low-hanging fruit. Mm -hmm. And, and, and are easy. Yeah. You know, but this this to me was even much different than the H&M monkey mm-hmm. on the black boy situation. Mm-hmm. Like that to me was more offensive than the right. black, than the white guy wearing right. a Wakanda shirt. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you're damned if you do, you're damned, damned if you don't. So one thing I want to say in 2018 mm-hmm. is 
you know, I guess it was, it's been an update, I think that came around this past year, because I don't remember it prior to that. But when yeah. you're in like a text message mm-hmm. or a group message, yeah. you can now like double tap a message that someone sends mm-hmm. and give like an exclamation or a heart, heart. or a thumbs up yeah. or a thumbs down and all that stuff. And for a long, long time, I hated, hated, hated it. And I still kind of do. Um, a lot of my friends in group chats and my family, they utilize this feature. I don't mm-hmm. even know what it's called, but um, you, I'm sure you guys know exactly mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Yeah. I don't, if I sit there and take the time out of my day to say, hey friend, I hope you have a great morning and that it's productive and know that you can tackle the world. Don't just double tap it and give a heart back to me. <laughs> right. It's like, I took the time out of my day yeah. to send you a thoughtful, kind words, you know, mm-hmm. as a gesture to show yeah. my love and appreciation and how I care for you. Mm-hmm. And to me, the best you could do is just double tap it. Give me that's a heart. It. That's all I could get. That's all you got. Yeah. I'm, that's all I'm worth is a double tap. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's like, uh, uh, yeah, whatever. It's a blow off. Uh-huh. Now or it's I get, like, okay. Right. You get that okay. It's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. now, I, and now I get like, there's certain instances where the feature works well. Like if we all like, if someone proposes something and three people put a thumbs up and one puts a thumbs down. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's like, so like you lies yeah, in a group text uh-huh. as a vote. But if it's like a personal text mm-hmm. and I'm writing something nice or thoughtful mm-hmm. or heartfelt to mm-hmm. you and you just give it a thumbs up, mm-hmm. that's like a, it's, I guess it is an acknowledgement, but it is but, such an, an insignificant acknowledgement yeah. of my yeah. um, efforts. I'm so that practice needs mm-hmm. to stay in 2018 because yeah. I'm over it and I'm done and I will call you out for doing it to me. <laughs> True. Another thing I want to stay in 2018 is those social media challenges uh-huh. where people are just doing like dumb stuff, like the Tide Pods challenge? Wait, that was a challenge. That was a challenge. Like kids were eating Tide Pods. Oh, I didn't realize that was a part of a challenge. Yeah, I just thought they were eating them because they thought it was candy or something. <laughs> no, <laughs> they were eating it for like one of those dumb social media challenges. Oh, that is so silly. And they would, I guess, film their reaction. Oh, that's or dumb. Whatever. Yeah, so. That's why now they have those commercials where it's like, don't eat them. Common sense. But people are stupid. I don't know. Yeah. I always hated those challenges. Even mm-hmm. though, I mean, it goes way back before 2018, but mm-hmm. like the ice bucket challenge. That was stupid. I mean, it raised a lot of money for no, that but it was disease. Still stupid. But I'm like, these challenges yeah. are just dumb. Yeah. Silly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess hated another it. thing that, you know, I want to stay in 2018 is more mm-hmm. of like a, a term. Okay. Um, there's actually two because one is recently emerging, but the first one is everybody saying "period" at the end of everything. <laughs> now listen, this is nothing new. You know, it is. There's been various iterations mm-hmm. of "period," mm-hmm. "period the end," mm-hmm. "period no mo," mm-hmm. "period." You know, like this is where you make your point, and it's, it's just that's, that's that. It. Yeah. No talking, mm-hmm. singing, zip. That's in The Little Mermaid. What you know about that? Ursula, ow. <laughs> but it's just, you know, period. But it's, people have taken it too far. Mm-hmm. Everything's period, period, period. It's the wrong use of period. It's just, it's a, it's a, it, it goes to show that people don't even know how to use punctuation. Well. But that needs to go. And mm-hmm. now, since... um. Who's that man? Trick Daddy did that video, <laughs> and he's talking about he gonna flew, you get flued out, flued or driven out, out. <laughs> or driven, flew, flued out, or, or, or driven out. If you don't like getting flued, 
<laughs> I know, but now people are saying flued out. No. Please don't adopt oh, that ignorant no. ass shit. Oh, I'm trying to get flued out. Okay. Mm. Try it. Get the influenza. <laughs> flued out. <laughs> what in the hell? Like, black people, let's stop that. Yeah. Let's stop. And that goes into another point. <laughs> that we talked about a couple of weeks ago on the pod. What? Phonics. Mm. And spelling. Child. You know, I'm not telling people they can't do ethnic names or traditional names or cultural names. Mm. Or even just plain old ghetto names. But. But make sure that shit spell correctly. You know? That's all I ask. And also, don't get offended if people don't know how to pronounce your child's name. Right. Because you got creative with the spelling. Like, did you see that story where the family was in the airport? Oh, with and, Yeah. Yeah. And so this family approaches the ticket counter and then the person working had a question like, or look, she saw the name and it said, it's A, B, C, D, E. Uh-huh. And so, of course, she laughed. I would have too. Right. The mom went on her little social media talking about they're laughing at my child's name and I told my daughter well some people just aren't nice and it was just a mess and I think she was doing that 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 people's gonna make fun of that child's name and absolutely like that's the first time somebody laughed at that child's name you named your child A-V-C-D-E but Absidy's not even like cute Mm. it's not so just don't get upset when people look at you like you're stupid because you are Mm. Gabrielle don't do that. Be nice, Maurice. Uh, no, I don't like her. All right. Is there anything else that you think should stay in 2018? Potlucks. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, you and I do not like a potluck. Hate a potluck. Uh, and now that we're in the holiday season, yeah. some like, you know, holiday uh, companies are having their mm-hmm. holiday parties mm-hmm. or luncheons and there's lots of potlucks happening. Yeah, no. I will not be going to No, that. do not know what your kitchen mm-hmm. looked like. You're not a fan of the potluck. The thing that saves me a lot of the time is that I can pull the vegetarian card. True. Every single time. Right. And it's like, ooh, what's that? Mm, I'm vegetarian. Should I be vegan? <laughs> Say I'm on a cleanse. I'm vegan, gluten-free. Right. And everything. I shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only eat what you bring. Another thing that I think should be left in 2018, Mm -hmm. you know, I think that this year has been a a really great year in terms of, I think, people becoming, I hate the word, woke, uh as opposed to, like, sleeped. Right. Or slept or or asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But people are, you know, being a little bit more conscious, a little bit more aware about how our privilege benefits us, how it... um, hinders other people Mm -hmm. and how we all navigate through the world given our various differences right however you know there's also been a lot of sensitivity Mm -hmm. and understanding to mental health and the need for mental health in various communities Mm -hmm. and i think that that's great Mm -hmm. but what i'm also seeing and please just understand where i'm coming from because i'm being very respectful okay uh because I do believe that mental health issues are serious, mm-hmm. and I think that people should get mental health screenings every year, just to check in, make sure mm-hmm. you know you're in a yeah. good place. Therapy is always great. You know, if you need go to therapy, mm-hmm. I'm all about one's mental health. Mm-hmm. Oh, believe me, it's amazing. But I do think that now some things can get too far. You know, once it gets into the mainstream. Yeah. And people can begin to then weaponize Mm -hmm. their mental health. Mm -hmm. You know, just because you suffer from depression or anxiety Mm -hmm. or some other form of mental health Mm -hmm. or mental illness, rather, does not mean that you're, A, above, you know, 
criticism, criticism and critique, or critique, yeah. or above someone providing you feedback. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone's giving you feedback, that's not negativity. Right. It's actually them being helpful mm-hmm. and them caring. Yeah. And you know, so long as they're doing it in a way that's in a, respectful, exactly. and that a way that's kind, mm-hmm. not malicious, and that is is honest. Mm-hmm. But I think that just to say, you know. You're making fun of me. You know, I have I have mental health. Well, just because mm-hmm. you have mental... I'm sorry, you have mental illness. Mm-hmm. Just because you suffer from mental illness does right. not mean that you're above being checked. Right. That's all. Yeah. So don't use your mental illness as mm-hmm. a scapegoat to be an asshole. Right. That's all. Yeah. I'm saying. That's all on that. Okay. All you're right. not bringing up no names. Well, you know who I really was thinking uh-huh. about when I was talking about yeah, that, but I ain't going to be rude okay. like you. I'm not rude. Because I hope that man gets help. Okay. All right. So I think that that kind of is a cohesive list. Do you have Mm -hmm. anything else you'd like to add to Whitney's estate 2018? No, that's pretty much it. All right. Now let's get into the fun stuff. The good, good. All right. So now we're going to move on to like the really exciting stuff. The stuff that, you know, is going to make us happy because we really want to kind of wrap up the year on a positive note. So this section is going to be like our best of list for 2018 yes think of it of it if you will as the category izzies <laughs> you know yes. our first annual category first annual, izzies. yeah <laughs> these are maurice and i's awards yes for the entertainment industry yeah. for the pop culture for, for the media yes the category the categories <laughs> i like that categories yes. This will be an award one day. It it will be. Let's claim it. Yes. So let's start with let's start with best song of the year. Okay. And I'll, I'll give my song of the year, but can I just give a quick disclaimer to uh-huh. our listeners? These are our choices. Yes. Don't come from what we, we chose. Like. It's what we like. <laughs> yeah. Y'all can listen to it. We appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. You know. Um, and also feel free to interact with us on Definitely. social media. We'll post you know some information about some of our favorites of the year. Yeah. You know, over the next, you know, 10, 12 days mm-hmm. at the end of the year, mm-hmm. feel free to, to weigh in, to share. Yeah. Let us know. Again, we like a dialogue. Yeah. So, but don't be coming at us for our choices now. This is our Basically. show. <laughs> we are the, are the academy that gives out the categorizies. <laughs> All right. Back to the main programming. So my best song is from none other than my diva of choice, Mariah Carey. Of course. How obvious. Well, well which I song mean, was it? So it was hard to narrow down because I did like a lot of the songs on the her latest album, but I really like the title track, Caution, because mm-hmm. it just gives me like what I needed. It gives me a lot. Okay. And like it's vocally there and it just gives me, you know, a, it gives me what I need. Right. Yeah. That's my song of the year. Awesome. My favorite song of the year, you know, she came in at the last minute. She rounded out the race. Mm-hmm. She had a, a lot of good hits this year, and I, I, I um, I never really featured her, but this year she won me <laughs> over. Okay, and she was the dark horse, uh-huh. and she came through strong with her number one single. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Next, yes, such a good song. It, <laughs> it is, is. Um, the bop of the year. It is. It was my favorite song of the entire year. Okay. I know that it's still up there, in number one, mm-hmm. but she came through. In the clutch, is that what it's saying? In the clutch, in the clutch. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and she did that she thing. Delivered. And Ariana got best song for Oh, me. you got her name right. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Look, Look at, at that. You. Yes. Ah. <laughs> ah. 
All right. Yeah. You know why I said because I said Ariana, not Ariana. Ah, okay. Is it Ariana or Ariana? You can pronounce it either way. I like Ariana better, mm-hmm. but Ariana's easier to say. Okay. Okay. Whatever Ariana. works for you. But yeah, I like that song. I still have my criticism. Like it was a little too soon after your engagement. Sure. You know, ended, but you know, I'm hey, still going through it. Poor baby. Is, Blessings, yeah. and we care for your we mental do. health. Yes, we do. We do. All right, let's do um, best album. So, full body of work. Mm-hmm. It's the singles world these days, and people don't really listen to albums that much anymore. Mm-hmm. But I'm a, I'm of the old school, where I want to hear somebody's full body of work. Right. A collection that tells a story from beginning to end, mm-hmm. um, where you get levels, and you get depth mm-hmm. and interest. And, you know, I always like the... My favorite songs are always the deep cuts, never yeah, the singles. Yeah, not the singles. So, my album, best album of the year goes mm-hmm. to... Caliuchus, <laughs> isolation. Now, who is this? This is my girl from Colombia. Oh, you went to her concert. Yes, yeah. she is an awesome, sexy Latina. Okay, and she is just. But can she sing? Um, can she sing? Mm-hmm. She's not the best vocalist. I'm well, going to admit, mm-hmm. but as an artist, I loved her album. I just think that. It, it as a full body of work was quite impressive. Okay, I think that. Um, she kind of spans or defies a musical genre. Okay. Because she had, you know, worked with a lot of people. She had a mm-hmm. song like Miami that was like very like sexy and sultry, but kind of just like a, you know, driving in a car. She has like a more kitschy, okay. a campy songs like, you know, Flight 22. There's a song, um, one of my favorite songs is Tyrant, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like just a nice, fun beach Dancy summer song, gotcha. Nuestra Planeta was like oh, a, okay. you know, a really mm-hmm. sexy Spanish song. Mm-hmm. And she has like even the ones with, um, you know, After the Storm is a song she would tie to the creator and Bootsy Collins that was really like funk inspired. Okay. So she's kind of like non, you can't really def- define a genre that she's in, but she does all of them really well. I thought her album was super cohesive, okay. very fun to listen to mm-hmm. and really just spoke to me. So mm-hmm. she gets album of the year. Okay. My album of the year, you already know who of it course. is. We've been waiting four years for this <sighs> so album to come out. But it was Mariah Carey's Caution. Proceed with Caution. Yes. And I love that CD. Like I said, it gave me just what I needed. The songs were sequenced in a way that it flowed. It made a good listen. Right. And then lyrically, it was just so on point for me. And... Like you said, you're not so much like it's the singles, but I like the, I like to, you know, get into the lyrics. Right. And some of the deep cuts are like the more, like, touching songs. I like guess. which ones? Um, so I do like, Caution is not a single, but I like that one. I like Giving Me Life. Mm-hmm. And then I like the eighth grade song, which at first I didn't. When I saw the title, I didn't think I was gonna like it. Right. But when you get into the, the lyrics and the, the song, it really, really touched me. So I really like that. And you know, she's just she's my diva of choice, and I love it. It's only ten songs, but it's like perfect. They're good. They're great. They're good ten songs. Yeah. So they're not yeah. giving me the whole, you know, everything but the kitchen sink. Right. And it's all correct. Right. Well, let's go into, I guess, the next and final category that is music related. Mm-hmm. Artist of, of the year. The year. I'll let you go first. I'm giving it to our girl, Cardi B. Yes. Belle Khalees. 
Almanzar because it's been her year. Like I was late to the Cardi party. You were late to the Cardi party? <laughs> yeah, because I don't watch Love and Hip Hop, so I didn't know who she was. And so when I first heard Bodak Yellow, I was like, mm, okay. But I didn't really enjoy it, like, on first listen. Right. And then, you know, the more I started to, like, read about her and, like, look at her old clips and, like, you know, really connect with her personality because she's funny to me. Hilarious. Yeah. And I just really connected with, like, her authenticity. Like, she's re- she keeps it real. I feel like you really liked her on Be Careful. Yeah, because I didn't like Bodak Yellow. I liked Be Careful. Right. Because that's, when I first saw the video, it's like a Kill Bill-inspired video. Right. And that's when I like when I started, like, really getting into her. Sure. Yeah. It was, it was good. I, I love know. her. I like Cardi. She's super yeah. fun. She's a great personality. Uh-huh. Again, she's the people's queen. Everyone's yes. rooting for her. Yeah. And, I mean, talk about a meteoric rise right. to fame yeah. I mean I'm not going to say she was plucked from obscurity because she's been working for some she years has, now yeah. but I mean I haven't in recent memory I don't recall anyone who's gone to this level of success right. so, so fast. fast you know all the number ones mm-hmm. all the Grammy nominations mm-hmm. all of the um, you know mm-hmm. magazine covers mm-hmm. notoriety mm-hmm. you know it's almost like you know a star is a star was born in the ghetto literally yeah literally, <laughs> literally a star is born yeah. the hood version the hood version hood love and all yeah i mean they should really make a star is born like the cardi <laughs> star cardi <laughs> star and cardi yeah it was she Ga-ga-ga. yeah listen she really did it for me this yeah. year like there's no denying that like Cardi B killed 2018. Yes, Cardi, you can come yes. over to uh, Category Is and pick up your Category Z <laughs> yes. and, and chat with your boys. Yeah. <laughs> well, my artist of the year goes to none other than mm-hmm. Georgia Smith. You just saw her. I know. I just yeah. saw her. I know. I just talked about you her did. on the last week's podcast. Mm-hmm. But Georgia Smith, her first or her debut album, Lost and Found, mm-hmm. was again. She's very different than Cardi. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try to juxtapose her to your choice. Okay. You know, she's a not American. Mm-hmm. You know, she's only, she's from the UK. Mm-hmm. She's only 21. She's not a rapper. She's a singer. She's mm-hmm. a vocalist. Okay. And she really wasn't involved in like social media to get a rise to fame mm-hmm. or, or, or reality television. She kind of right. just did it the old the way. Old it was like, yeah. <laughs> went, got a record deal. Mm-hmm. You know, worked on some projects, did some demo tapes, had some YouTube videos out there, but Mm -hmm. that really wasn't her main rise to fame. Mm -hmm. Not like Hallie and Chloe did, you know. Or uh, she kind of just went got a record deal Mm -hmm. and put out a traditional record. There Mm -hmm. was press, it was Mm -hmm. release of singles and music Mm -hmm. videos. And her album is just so mature, it's so wide ranging. I mean, she has songs about, you know, falling in love, mm-hmm. falling out of love, mm-hmm. being confused about love. Mm-hmm. You know, songs about police brutality and violence. She has mm-hmm. songs about, you know, just having a good time with your friends and being unsure about where you are and right. at a position in your life. Mm-hmm. And the album just speaks to the whole of a person. Okay. And there's a song for every mood and every feeling. And uh I just think it's a it was one of the best albums of the year for me okay. as a as a full body of work. Mm-hmm. And I think that she was the breakout standout artist to mm-hmm. me and her artistry and her uh-huh. ability. And 
you know, she's a gorgeous girl, but they don't really play that up so much. It's still very much about the gift the, and the talent. Right. And I'm the so voice. proud of her. Mm-hmm. I feel like I birthed her. So, <laughs> but Georgia, I love you, and I give you my artist of the year. All right. Okay. So let's get into the movies, the, the cinema. Cinema. So my movie of the year, I'm gonna give it to The Incredibles too. What? Yeah. I didn't know that that came out. Yeah, it came out. Mm-hmm. And, and why did you see this? Because I love The Incredibles. Okay, so why to get movie of the year though? Because I think just the nostalgia of it. Because The Incredibles, like the first one, mm-hmm. came out I believe in like 2004. Okay. And so what, like 14 years later, they're doing the sequel. And the first one, it was it was really cute. And like I remember, I went to the theater to see it, and it was just like I was having a bad day. I went with my friend Trina. And we just laughed so hard at that movie. So I think just the nostalgia of it. Okay. Yeah. So that's why I like the sequel. Do you have any, like, runners-ups? Because it's, you know, it's hard. There's a lot of films. It is hard. Yeah. It is hard. Um, Runner-up, I guess I would say... I'm going to say Aquaman. Because I do like the kind of Marvel... Uh, DC Comics, like those like superhero kind of movies too. So just to give it to that, I would give it to them. And then like oh, Jason more... Momoa is a good uh, mm-hmm. good reason mm-hmm. to give a uh, best of them yeah. anything. <laughs> yeah, oh, Lisa Bonet. Okay, okay. But yeah, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it to that. All right. Well, I yeah. kind of have two. Okay. And I'm gonna like, give it to Black... like a tie. Well, no, there's like a, a winner. Okay. Or... In pageant speak, let's keep it. There's a winner and there's a first, first runner-up. Runner up. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the winner of best movie is mm-hmm. Black Panther. Okay. And this is good because it came that. out in February. In February, yeah. And you know me. I am so not the mm-hmm. superhero movie right, guy. Right, That is not my bag. That's not you. It's not my all. lane. Mm-hmm. I don't do it. Mm-hmm. But I can say it was entertaining. Mm-hmm. It, it was. was colorful. Mm-hmm. It was Literally. beautifully shot. Uh-huh. Um, it was fun to watch. Yeah. It was just a fun movie, yeah. movie going experience. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that was around the hype. And a lot of it was okay. just also around the film itself. I mean, mm-hmm. it's on Netflix and I be watching it all the time now. <laughs> it's, it's on just, Netflix? It surely is. It's really? been on Netflix for a couple months now. Oh, wow. I did not know that. Yes, it is. Okay. And I enjoy watching it. Mm-hmm. It's just a fun movie. Yeah. And okay. I like how it, it has deeper meaning yeah. with like the middle passage mm-hmm. and like, you know, the black on black crimes. Yeah. It's like, it's I just... It's good. Mm-hmm. I like it. I enjoyed Lupita. Mm-hmm. It's, it was just pure entertainment. It was, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So they, that gets my movie of the year. Okay. I and heard they're trying to do a Dora Milaje spin They should. The Dora Milaje was the best part yes. of the movie for me. Love them. Love, yes. Yeah. So I think that that'd be great. That would be. Yeah. Yep. And Who's then my first runner up, uh-huh. it goes to, because you know I love a romantic comedy. You do. Crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> Again, another big, big movie. Mm-hmm. You know, usually I'm like the art house, the small indie, indie yeah. Oscar mm-hmm. movie that you have to be like, what is it about? Yeah. Uh, but again, Crazy Rich Asians mm-hmm. was this film that had all this hype. Yeah. You know, it was again, people who have historically been told that their films don't sell or right. people don't go to see their films. Right. And the fact that it was such a fun movie to watch. Mm-hmm. It was bright. It was colorful. Mm-hmm. It was beautifully shot. Mm-hmm. It had a good story. You know, although it was predictable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're all romantic comedies. Yeah. But it was nice you to know, see just yeah. different looking people on the screen okay. telling their story. Okay. And I thought it was super cute. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to see its sequel. Yeah. yeah. You know, as well. Mm-hmm. So those were my movies of the year. Yeah. 
I do have one who I think would definitely be on there, but I have yet to see it. Okay. Because, I mean, a couple, I, I guess I would have said in 2016, my movie of the year was definitely Moonlight. Moonlight okay. was one of the most beautiful films mm-hmm. I've ever seen in my life. Okay. And just the way it was shot. Mm-hmm. And I've read a couple reviews about if Beale Street could talk. Yeah, um, I'm waiting for that. I've read the book mm-hmm. by James Baldwin, mm-hmm. you know, my favorite oh, author. Yeah. So, but just if it shot anything like Moonlight, mm-hmm. you know, I've read, I listened to a couple podcasts, reviews mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. And there's like a lot of, there's not much dialogue. There's lots of staring deeply. Okay. There's lots of shots from the back. There's mm-hmm. lots of sweeping shots mm-hmm. and how the score plays into it. Okay. I'm sure just the cinematography yeah. and the art direction of the film uh-huh. is is beautiful. And okay. If I, I, I'm not going to, I can't officially give it a vote because I have not seen it. Yeah. But I know that yeah. I'm going to see it this weekend. Okay. And it will be one of my favorite films okay. of the year. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, I'm excited about that one too. Okay. So, best TV show. All right. So, my TV show of the year is Bodyguard, which... Oh, that's the Netflix show? The Netflix show, yeah, that I was talking about a few weeks ago, I think. It's only like six episodes. Oh, really? But it's like... Are they hour-long episodes? uh, About 45 to an hour. Yeah, it depends. Sometimes they vary, but it's really, really, really good. You have to check it out. I know. Yeah. I'll watch it. It's... There's a, like, plot twist on i think episode three or four don't tell me no spoilers but it it it's wow it's just wow and you're gonna be so much more invested at that after that point yeah okay yeah so i'm waiting for the next season to come out wow yeah awesome awesome i kind of have two again i feel bad like i can't like make up my mind you have commitment issues i do (laughs) stop one it's hard everything can't be a one okay um okay so they're similar uh-huh. in the fact that they're both super, super campy. Okay. One is a period piece. Well, they're both period pieces. Mm-hmm. Do you have any guesses? Uh, they're, TV. They're both period pieces. The one you talked about the other day, Mrs. Maisel. Yes. Yeah. Mrs. Maisel's one of mm-hmm. them. And then my other one is Pose. I have not seen that. Now. Mm-hmm. Pose was amazing. Okay. I was so invested. And Pose is the gets the crown for best TV show okay. of the year for me. Mm. You know, it takes place in the 1980s. It's about the ballroom culture Ryan, Ryan Murphy. in the 1980s. Okay. And it's awesome. Whatever you have against Ryan Murphy, put aside. Okay. This is the show is the most diverse of any show in television history. Well, and I mean, it plays lots of trans of actors. Is, yeah. And it's just, a, but it's beyond that. Mm-hmm. It's a beautifully written show. The characters are sensitive, they're dynamic, mm-hmm. they're whole, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just got so invested in the story, and at the same time, it was fun. Oh, God. It was bright. Mm-hmm. It was colorful. <laughs> it was shady. Uh-huh. It was heartfelt. Oh. I mean, it's just... And, you know, I'm not a big show person. I'd rather watch a movie because to commit to a show, yeah. you know? hour after week after week hour after like hour season after season mm. it's a lot uh you know a movie i can give an hour and a half hour and my, you're two done. hours of my time and i'm yeah. done but i couldn't wait each week to see what was going on with pose okay. and i loved um all the characters and i can't wait for them to come back for a season two and i just hope mm-hmm. they do it justice because okay. it was a beautiful beautiful show okay uh, the marvelous mrs Maisel gets mm-hmm. my second shot um, okay. or is the first runner up because it was just, again, it's mm-hmm. 
what do I care? Like, you know, I see I'm I'm a black gay person, mm-hmm. so I can understand the relation to me wanting to watch Pose, right? It's about right. black and it's, Latino gay right. people in the mm-hmm. 80s. I was, mm-hmm. I'm a child of the 80s. But why do I care about a white Jewish girl <laughs> in the late 1950s who's wealthy? Yeah. But this show is so beautifully written. It's so funny. The characters are so complex. Okay. And the fashions are fun. Again, it's fun. It's bright. It's campy. It's okay. over the top. Mm-hmm. And I love it. And I can't, and I'm upset because the problem with those online shows, mm-hmm. you binge them. And I was like, I have to wait a whole yeah. other year for the season three. Yeah. But those are my two shows of the year. Okay. Right. Next topic, and might be a little bit more tough because people don't do it that much these days. And they that's don't. reading. <laughs> do you read? I read. Okay. And I read. Okay, you read and you read. <laughs> yes. Do you get read? Uh-uh. Okay. Well, let's t- tell me what you've been reading. Okay. So, I admittedly have not read too many books this year. Mm-hmm. Um, because a book is a lot. You have to, like you said, you have to commit to that. Right. And so, I We out here reading tweets. <laughs> 140 characters mm. or less. But the books I have been reading, so... We went on, we were on vacation to Mexico Mm -hmm. this summer. So I was like, oh, well, you know, it's going to be a lot of like downtime by the pool. Right. Let me download some books to my iPad. Download? Yeah. Usually I get them from, well, I haven't been to the library in a while. But I was like, okay, let me download some books. So like I said last week or the week before that I'm trying to fill the time between until the next season of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. So I had not read any of the Game of Thrones books. Anytime there's like a kind of a translation from book to TV or book to film, you lose a lot of the the context. Right. Because you can get so much more in-depth in the books. And right. So I was like, well, you know, have however many months until the new season comes out. I'll just start reading the books. I feel the time. So I'm on the last one now, which is called The Dance of Dragons. I was reading... Dance, dragons, dance. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I took a break from the series to read the Fire and Blood book, which was the history of the Targaryen family, which I was telling you about. So I finished that book. And so now I'm back to finishing Dance of Dragons. So those those are my books of the year. Well, my book of the year goes to none other than mm-hmm. Michelle Obama's right. Becoming, her memoir. You know, I'm not really much of a, um, I'm not into novels. Mm-hmm. I think that, again, it's just, I mean, I will read novels from time to time. Right. Uh, but I usually read, like, older novels. I mean, I'm okay. not into, like, the big things okay. that are out or popping these days. But mm-hmm. I, I'm sure I could be. I don't know. Okay. But I, I really love memoirs mm-hmm. and biographies. I like reading about real people's lives mm-hmm. in a way that reads like a novel, mm-hmm. that it's like someone I can kind of see, relate to, okay. and just know that they're a real person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I, I've, I'm still reading Michelle Obama's book, okay. but so far it's been so, so inspiring. It's just illuminated her in a way that makes her feel so much more real, so much more interesting, and so much more relatable. Does and she keep it all the way real, though? She keeps it all, all the way real. Because I want to She know, talks like... about, you know... Not liking, you know, girls and neighborhood mm-hmm. getting into fights, and she keeps it one hundred. And but what she really say about, you know, like Barack? <laughs> what do you want her to say? Everything. Some things you need not be privy to. Well, the people want to know. Well, the people won't have a uh, will always be waiting to find out. Oh, Michelle's okay. not that kind of girl. Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess, I guess she got some NDAs. Oh gosh, not NDAs. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't do don't do the first lady like that. Oh, okay. She ain't one of these Insta thoughts. 
well but her book has just been very good it's very inspiring if you Mm -hmm. haven't read it i encourage you to go out and get it and uh, that goes to my book of the year you know and also she did very well she sold so many copies it was a very it was a commercial success and a critical success so yes mrs obama my forever first lady all right let's move on to the fun categories. The fun stuff. All right, so we have a couple of fun made-up categories for you guys. The first <laughs> one is going to be, what was the best viral moment of oh the year? Oh, my God. Let me tell you. It's been pretty recent. Mm-hmm. So, have you seen this lady on Instagram? Only because you sent me her videos. <laughs> yes, I have seen it. And it's disgusting. It is disgusting, but oddly fascinating at the same time uh-huh. so like it's this woman her name is b loves life too and okay. she just eats these bowls of seafood <laughs> on camera yeah like it's a little bit disgusting because she does chew with her mouth open and she got these ridiculously long fingernails but i think it plays into the what is it the amsr asmr i don't think it's asmr Kind of, because you can like hear her lip smacking. Okay, she yeah. like sucking on the food and a little bit, yeah. Her voice, That's ASMR. yeah. Isn't it called mungbang or mungbang or I don't know. But I think that's what it's called when you watch someone eat. Okay, well, there is like a eater and like a feeder community where mm. like people. She probably gets all this food for free. Like people probably send this food to her. Because <sighs> so nice I watch, I also watch my six hundred pound life, and oh. that's how one of the women on there got so big. She said people would essentially pay her like a like a only fans kind of site oh gosh and they would like have food delivered to her and she would eat it on camera oh and they God. would like send her money to do that yeah well you so, know i might have to do that because that don't sound too bad <laughs> I, I like to eat and you right. sit there and watch me you know i ain't out here showing you my you know yeah another region right and i got to eat so yeah. this is actually a good idea yeah so i mean she doing it it's so disgusting but She's having a moment right now. Like, people are loving her page. Well, hey, girl. She's got, like, a million subscribers on I hope her nails YouTube. are clean. I hope so, too. Mm. Well, my viral moment of the year goes mm-hmm. to... The girls are fighting! The girls are fighting! <laughs> the girls have gone wild. Yes! Well, that was actually me trying to impersonate Azealia Banks. Oh. And she does not get the moment of the year. But her saying no. that was in reference to Nicki Minaj and Cardi B fighting at the Icons Well, party. there are no Icons there. Yes, according to Auntie <laughs> Omi. It was called the Icons Party, but no Icons were there. But just seeing Cardi come out with that big old knot on her left side of her yeah. forehead, her shoes is off, mm-hmm. the Balenciaga dress. No, was it Balenciaga? I don't know, it was red. Or it was Dolce Gabbana. It was torn up. Mm-hmm. You know, Looking. she was giving you that, that, that dancer emoji realness <laughs> yes. with the torn up dress. Yeah, it was just girl. a mess. It was a scandalo mm-hmm. of the year. People was taking pictures. Mm-hmm. Everybody was talking. I thought it was just such a good viral moment that it encapsulated was. the year. Yeah. But again, going back to my earlier statements, leave it in 2018, yeah. ladies. Yeah, we don't need that in 2019. All right. What about um best meme of the year? My best meme of best the Mimi. year. <laughs> Not Mimi. <laughs> My best meme of the year were all of those. Nike put out that uh, Colin Kaepernick ad right. with the believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. Uh-huh. And Black Twitter. I love y'all. Hate y'all at the same time. Sometimes. Right. But Black Twitter tore <laughs> that meme up. 
Right. They did. They changed it to everything, and I got my entire life. Just that was pretty funny. At all the making memes. it so insignificant. Yeah, yeah. But that was my meme of the year. Okay. Well, I have two again. You know, it's hard to just pick one. Uh-huh. So my first meme goes to you know that woman who was wearing cut up black jeans with the heels and a pink jacket, and she, and bent she was over like bent over with her glasses <laughs> on. That was the meme. I don't know who she is, where she lives, or what she does, but, but somebody need to be sending her a royalty yeah, check. She okay, because y'all over. y'all reproduced her image and likeness all through the internet. <laughs> right. It made some funny, funny memes. Well, hers bent over, squinting like, huh? What was she looking? I don't at? know what she was, but it was a funny. It meme. was hilarious. It was a yeah, meme of 2019. You're right. You're right. And then another meme was mm-hmm. the five-year-old Cardi B. Mm-hmm. My mama said, <laughs> oh, that was so funny seeing all those memes of my mama said, you know, you can't stay here. Just, just, <laughs> just dumb stuff. Yeah. Oh, my God. I laughed so much. It brought oh me so much joy. God. Yes. So much that joy. That was hilarious. So those were good memes. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's get into scandals. You know, we have sex scandal, mm-hmm. sketches, Messy. you know, just mess. Well, my yeah. scandal of the year, gets, mm-hmm. now I'm getting kind of serious, you but are. it goes to um, the whole Brett Kavanaugh hearings. I know we're living in the time that it's happening. It doesn't mm-hmm. seem like a big deal, but this was like the second coming of Anita Hill. But Basically. the fact, yeah. the facts underlying the claims mm-hmm. were much worse. Yeah. And I think that when we look back on this 20 years from now, we're mm-hmm. going to be like, whoa, wow. What was the state of our country? What mm-hmm. we're going through? We'll be able to look at it removed from it yeah. and with a different set of eyes. Mm-hmm. And it was a hugely historical moment yeah. and, and also very saddening in many ways yeah. because it shows, because it exhibits the lack of progress mm-hmm. we've made yeah. when it comes to believing supporting and defending women right and um not to try to get serious on you guys mm-hmm. but i just thought it was a really um a, a scandalous moment yeah um the fact that this man is now you know on the supreme court yeah and i think that you know we try to keep this show light and fun but i just couldn't think of anything else you know there's there's fun lighthearted stuff but mm-hmm. when i thought about like whoa what was the big story of yeah. the year yeah. you know this is bigger than stormy daniels daniels for me yeah. this was the big story of yeah. the year and i think we're going to look back on it and mm-hmm. just say wow yeah. so that's my scandal scandal my biggest scandal of the year i think because you know i love the kardashians mm-hmm. so my scandal of the year is going to be tristan thompson who is chloe's baby daddy right and all of his dirt and his cheating exposed days before she went into labor and gave birth to the how child. messy that was so messy and it wasn't even it was just mind-blowing because they had like the current one that he was cheating with but then they had tapes that went back and back and back like all throughout her pregnancy basically right like the day after or like a couple days after they announced that she was pregnant he was seen going into the hotel with like two different women right you know and then like the women in the club were like digging in his crotch you know and he's all kissing like, them yeah he's like all kissing yeah putting, and it was just like too much right. and Chloe she tried to hold it together like that is probably probably one of the most vulnerable times in her life where she's about to give birth to sure. your child and then all of this stuff comes out 
And then if you watch, you don't watch, but watching the Keeping Up with the Kardashians episodes, mm-hmm. that was a lot. It was a lot to, was to see. Yeah, that was rough to see. That's supposed to be like a really happy time and really right joyful time. And you have to deal with all of that. And right. Who wants to you, bring a baby into all that mess? Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, she does still have to navigate. Well, this is still my baby's father. He ain't going nowhere. Our relationship. Yeah, like, what are we going to do with our relationship? And just that's just not the right time to to be dealing with all that sure. and figuring all of that out so that was messy hmm. and that's my messy moment of the year messy moment mm-hmm. okay well let's try to get into from mess <laughs> to magic yes what was, what was the magical moment of the year for you Bruce? that's the easy one the royal wedding of course that that moment was just so magical on so many levels <laughs> like the significance of Meghan Markle, the church, the ceremony, the gown, the veil, like just everything was the just... Choir. The choir. That choir. The kingdom choir. That choir. Was amazing. That was a black wedding. It was. It and was like a Negro spiritual. Yes. I was just waiting for them to sing, go tell it on a mountain. <laughs> and Over just, the hills and everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it was just it was just so much, and like Doria, it was when she was crying in the altar. It was yeah. magic. That black boy playing the cello, the cello. It was just so much, and like when she was walking down the aisle, and then the way the sun was just coming in through the windows. While the woman sung that aria. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was really special. That was yeah. I watched it. That was probably the second time in my life mm. where I sat from my couch mm-hmm. and sat from somewhere afar. Mm-hmm. And was like cognizant right. of the fact that I was viewing history. Yeah. yeah. The, the first time was when Barack, Barack Obama mm-hmm. became president. I was like, wow, I am living through living. history. Yeah. And the second time was the royal wedding for mm-hmm. me. And I know that a lot of people like to downplay its significance, but well, I no. felt it. And I was like, that, I'm watching yeah, history. That It was amazing. You know, it was so important. Yeah. It was magic. Yeah. Oh, I, I feel I feel the magic too. <laughs> yeah. But what stole the magic for me Uh-oh. was Baychella baby. Baychella mm. was a moment also in Black history. Wasn't. And granted, I realize and recognize it doesn't have the same historical significance. No, it's not. But in the entertainment world, okay. she was the first African American woman to mm. headline Coachella. Okay. And. I love that she was unapologetically black and she brought forth, well, you know, elements of HBCU culture with fraternities uh-huh. and marching bands yeah. and, you know, Jay Setters. Yeah, it was just so well executed. Okay. You can tell she put a lot of work into it, mm-hmm. into the costuming. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it kind of reminded me of that Spike Lee movie, um, School Days. Okay, okay. Okay. Yes, school days. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of school days. Mm-hmm. And it was just, there were so many references. Her yeah. bringing out Kelly and Michelle, as she always does oh, to yeah. honor them. Her Get dancing with Solange. It was just peak blackness. Mm-hmm. It was a celebration of black womanhood. It was a celebration of black history through education and academia. Uh, she through... didn't go to school. But she can still honor it. And no, because she was acting like she, she had them Greek letters on. Like, girl, no. Okay. But it, it's it's a motif that she kind of she's used. appropriating. Well, 
stop ruining my <laughs> my magical moment okay, of the year, damn it. It was awesome uh, to watch. Yes. It was a great performance. Mm-hmm. And she's the consummate entertainer. Mm-hmm. She's an innovator. There's no one on her level. Your fave could never. And oh. I, I leave it at that. Your fave, you know damn well Mariah Carey got two left feet and can't find a beat now. Mariah Carey's not a dancer. Okay. She's not up here twerking it. All right. On the stage. But we're talking about. She gives you a vocal. She does. Though. She does what she does. She but does. Beyonce gives you a vocal as well. Mm, okay. All right. Girl, we're I not going to debate my magical moment. Mm-hmm. All right. Right. But anyway. So next moment. Let's talk about people who kind of had a comeback. Okay. Like, you know, they might have been off for a little bit, but then now they're back. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here but, for years. Right. Well, you know what? My comeback of the year goes to uh-huh. Ariana Grande. <laughs> okay. And I know that some people may be raising an eyebrow saying, well, she ain't going nowhere. Right. But let me put it to you like this. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, Ariana, I'm going to say Ariana because I just like that better. Okay. Ariana had a much, she's had a trying year. Okay. I think that what last year well, 2017, she had that man, the bombing at her concert. Yes. And I think that kind of was like the beginning of like the bad luck for her. I know mm-hmm. she said she suffered from PTSD. She mm-hmm. felt a lot of guilt surrounding yeah, that. Yeah. And I felt like that kind of rolled into the new year. Mm-hmm. You know, she had ended a relationship after that. She picked up a new relationship. She really lived her life in the public eye. And I think that personally, 2018 was a really rocky road for her mm-hmm. and a rough year. But why I call it a comeback is because she had a great album yeah. this year with mm-hmm. you know with Sweetener God yeah. God is a Woman was an awesome track okay. and then she ended it strong with Thank You Next mm-hmm. and I think that she's caring for herself her mental and emotional well-being she's trying to just be authentically who she is mm-hmm. be a healthy and well person and make okay. good music mm-hmm. and I think that there was a lot of personal setbacks but she showed how she could still thrive within her career I think this okay. is the best year of her career okay. and I'm very proud of her Awesome. My comeback of the year, I'm going to give it to Britney Spears. What? Yeah. Where's she at, though? <laughs> <laughs> Girl, where are you at? She coming back. Oh, we, okay. But, so, Britney Spears, you know, she's had some rough years and... Rough, rough... Like, decades. decades. <laughs> <laughs> but this year, she... Um, announced that she's going to be coming back to Vegas again for another residency. Yeah, so she is getting, like, record money to perform. Okay. Yeah, so I'm just, I've always, I've liked Britney Spears. She's classic. Yeah, she's classic. Um, She's not the best vocalist, and after she had that knee injury, she wasn't the best best dancer anymore, and then remember that was the MTV Awards or something, and she had that horrible. Gimme, gimme, yeah, and she had those horrible extensions. Yeah, <laughs> and wasn't the she best. She had not practiced at all uh, her routine, but anyway, she's coming back and she's getting her life together, and I think that's what I'm enjoying seeing. And if you just follow her on Instagram or look at her things, you know she's raising because her boys are like teenagers now, right? They're like preteens. Yeah, yeah. So they're getting older, and I think. She's becoming a little bit more mature right. and more grounded. And I think that's a good thing for her. So I'm rooting for Britney Spears to, you know, just have to uh, even bigger 
2019. We love you, Brittany. We all love you. <laughs> Come back. Yes. Be strong. <laughs> Give us what we need. Yeah. Okay. So uh, let's do best clapback. From comebacks to clapbacks. Comebacks to clapbacks. Yeah. So why don't you go first? My clapback of the year, Kim Kardashian West. Mm-hmm. Posted a picture, I think of her walking somewhere, and Miss Tyson Beckford mm-hmm. decided that he was going to comment on her picture and say that, make all these negative comments, and he says, right. I don't care for it. He's talking about her boobs, talking about plastic surgery, talking about just all kinds of things. And he says, I don't care for it. Right. Kim came back and she said, I think I know <laughs> why you don't care for it, sis. Sis. And uh, that was the most. She sissed him. She sissed him. Child. And epic. But you know, I love the utilization of cis. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of challenging gender norms and standards, right, right. the most. Because the masculinity is so fragile. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is use a three letter word mm-hmm. to tear a man down. down. You want to see a man, full grown man, mm-hmm. get upset. Call him oh, sis. Yeah. And that will just shake him to his <laughs> core. And it is, it's it's exciting to watch. Yeah. I've done it. I've called yeah. grown men. Oh, oh yeah, I've wow. called grown men sis. And it's like they turn 50 shades of red and get oh, upset. Wow. Yeah. My thing is, but it's, you know, it's just about making things equal. Mm-hmm. Chicks, you know, chicks can be dude. Mm-hmm. But we call, we making men sis in 2019. Wow. Okay, sis. <laughs> but the, the masculinity is so fragile, it upsets them. Yeah. But Whoa. yeah, that he was, was a good upset. clap back. Yeah. He was. Mm-hmm. But you know, a hit dog will holler. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, my clap back of the year mm-hmm. is not a specific clap back, mm-hmm. but it goes to who I will deem the clap back queen. Mm-hmm. And that is Miss Chrissy Teigen. Yes, 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 yes. I do not like her She either. is the clap she need to stay back queen. 2018. I do not. She claps back at 45. He blocked her. She claps back <laughs> at her husband. She claps back at people who criticize her parenting. She claps back at the Miss Teen USA competition. She clapping back at any and everybody who got something sideways to say. No. And she's because clever and she's funny. No. I, I feature Chrissy. I don't feature her. And she's, not, tell you she's my girlfriend. No. In my head. I don't feature her because she does clap back at other people. But also she claps at other people. People minded their own business on Instagram. She posted negative comments about them, talking about them, trying to drag and read them. And the moment someone comes, claps back at her, then she plays the victim card. Disagree. She don't never play yes, no she victim. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. No, she don't. Every single time. Every single you got time. Receipts. I do, and I'll show you once we finish recording. All right, because you don't want me to bring the heat on the air. Mm-hmm. Well, my clapback queen is still Chrissy Teigen. Girl, I guess. I love her. No. I think she's funny. Um, I don't. I think she's thoughtful. I think she no. challenges a lot of norms and ideas on things. And Mm-mm. she's the clapback queen for 2018. Mm, she won't be in 19, so. All right. Whatever, well, girl. according to you. <laughs> according to you. What is the next category? The best slay. Best slay. Now, when we say best slay... We mean best fashion, fashion slay, best hair, mm-hmm. makeup, the full package. On point, yes. Okay. My best slay is Angela Bassett. Okay. Because interesting choice. Really? Yeah. I love Angela Bassett. She brings you that chocolate skin. She's, I think, what sixty-five? Yeah. She doing it. She is out here defying 
age. She's she's drinking from the the, the no. fountain of youth. No, she is bubbling up that potion in that cauldron pot because I think she's doing that voodoo. She Illuminati. She, she doing something. She made a deal with somebody. Somebody. <laughs> she drinking <laughs> somebody's blood, but she uh, is doing it. She, what's that movie I love with Meryl Streep? Death becomes her. Oh, okay. It's, she's and, very yeah yeah. She's it's very death becomes her. Okay. Yeah, but she is killing it, mm-hmm. slaying women less than half her age. She looks good. Yes. Know who another's like that? This kind of um, I admire is Nicole Ooh. Murphy. Yes. I'm like a sis. Yeah. I mean, I think she's definitely had some body work. I think so too. Because after all them kids, ain't nobody's breasts sitting up that like perky. that. Yeah. But that aside, I think that bottom halves yeah just her i think them that stomach yeah. those arms mm-hmm. she works out like crazy yeah, yeah. She but she's just a stunning good. woman yeah. to be 50 mm-hmm. after all of them kids right Shut after up. all that stress with eddie murphy's ass all that too. Ooh, but she looks good too yeah but angela bassett's still mm-hmm. the goat yeah okay well my best slay of the year goes mm-hmm. to a fashion queen a fashion icon She's the black Carrie Bradshaw, if you will. She pushes the boundary. She thinks mm-hmm. outside the box. She gives you color. She gives you shape. She gives you volume. She gives you depth. She gives you the unexpected. She, does. she gives you quirky. Mm-hmm. She gives you personality. She gives you fashion. Not only does she give you... Actually, she doesn't give you fashion. I take that back. She mm-hmm. gives you style. Personal style. Mm-hmm. It is irreverent. It is referential. It is original. It is okay. ethnic. It is none other than the incomparable, mm-hmm. the immeasurable Tracy Ellis Ross, daughter of Diana Ross. The boss. The boss. Mm-hmm. She wins the award for Which Slay one? of the Year. Oh, Tracy. Tracy. Oh, Tracy oh, okay, okay. I love her style. Uh-huh. I think she's definitely become a style icon. Mm-hmm. I'm always interested in what she wears. Okay. It's always a fashion moment it's always mm-hmm. a style moment it's always mm-hmm. unexpected it's always thoughtful and I, I'm always excited to see what she wears okay. to me she's like at the forefront of fashion okay but she cause what was that she was hosting something and she wore all black designers yes yeah uh huh yeah, I forget what it was, but the was AMAs, good. I believe. I think it was AMA. The American yeah. Musical Board. Did you see the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? Yes, with all the white. Yeah, mm-hmm. and with Diana had a thick hair, and <sighs> she was lip syncing for her life, and she did not care. Who she Diana was, was? Yeah, Diana was all offbeat. <laughs> That's okay. She's the boss. She's the boss. It was amazing. I like I like Tracy Ellis Ross. Me too. Yeah, I'm so proud of they her. They should bring back girlfriends. They should. Yeah, without Jill Marie Jones. No, I love her. That was my favorite. Really? Tony Childs? Tony Childs? I mean, I like Tony Childs, but I think she was like the Samantha of that show. She caused a lot of trouble. Maybe she did. That's, I hear that in my No, head. she did. Yeah. She was like the Samantha. Mm-hmm. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're also going to go through another category. What was the best <laughs> podcast of the year? Podcast of the year. Goes to none other than then, category, category is, is okay. Yes, you yeah. know we're gonna pat ourselves on the, on back. the back. We're gonna hype us up. Yes. Thank you for listening to us. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing this experience with us. Yeah, it's been quite amazing. You know we are new kids on the block. Mm-hmm. We are just starting at this, but the feedback and the response we've gotten from people has been amazing. Yeah, and exciting. Exciting. I can only imagine what the next year is going to bring. So, yeah. yeah. So, you know, we might not be the, the podcast with the largest following oh, or, yeah. you know, the most notoriety. 
but we're growing and we like what we're building and we like how we're building it with you so thank you for you know staying with us (laughs) we're proud of us we are you gotta congratulate yourself sometime that's right you do All right, and that's what we're doing and now the final category (laughs) the most important category most important goes to person of of the year. year okay I think we should do the honorable mentions we do have some honorable mentions because some people have had some pretty amazing years but not right. quite the best person of the year okay so i'm gonna start off with gritty <laughs> we are a philadelphia podcast in philadelphia so gritty is the mascot for the philadelphia flyers and yes. he is having an amazing year like people love gritty he's like really ugly to look at uh-huh. but people love him and i think that he just you know, has captivated the people. He's like everywhere. And right. did you see that? Uh, he was at a basketball game and he, he made a basket from like the half court line. No, I did not see yes. that. Really? Yes. I was snapped. Yeah. So Gritty is out here doing it. Doing so it. You get an honorable mention, Gritty. I'm also going to give an honorable mention mm-hmm. to Christine Blasey Ford. Not trying to make okay. it all negative again, mm-hmm. but I think we have to recognize the sacrifice that she made as an American woman and a patriot mm-hmm. in the, um, what she did to try to improve mm-hmm. uh, the integrity of the Supreme Court right, right. and our justice system yeah. and uh, and being an exemplary citizen. Right. And I think she made a major sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate that, you know, we found ourselves to be where we were. Mm-hmm. But I think that I'd be remiss if we went the whole year. Although her story is sad yeah. and one is, is not filled with joy, I'd mm-hmm. be remiss if we didn't recognize right. what she did. Yeah. And I think that it might not seem that serious to us now, but mm-hmm. in years to come, we will recognize okay. the magnitude of her sacrifice. Yeah, so she gets a, a person of the year from me. Honorable, honorable mention. mention. You contested my honorable mention. Well, you right? can do it. I'm giving an honorable mention to none other than Kylie Kristen Jenner. She has been blowing up the business world in 2018. She was predicted to be one of the youngest self-made billionaires. She is currently worth $900 million. Mm -hmm. She tied with Jay-Z, I think, for the, um, I think, fifth richest celebrity. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so, you know, all attributed to her kylie's lip kit line and people talk a lot of trash about kylie because she grew up on the on the show basically i think she was like eight or nine when the show started and you know now you know they criticized her look and she's not you know attractive and they called her the ugly one and you know this is all when she's going through like her preteen years and then you know look at her now like she started off the year with having her baby in like february and then, you know, now she's just living her life and and making that money. And I applaud her for that. That's great. Yeah. You know, she's, you know, although I, I disagree with being self-made, she's still, well, she still did more than most people who right. are self-made. So I'm right. not going to take that away from her. I'm mm-hmm. not going to take her shine. She's, right. she's better at makeup than some people mm-hmm. are at real estate. I mean, <laughs> I'll just leave that at that. Yeah, leave it there. But, Yes, Kylie. Yeah. I must say, she's one of my favorite Kardashians. I love her. I do like her. Yeah. She seems like a very loving mom. Mm-hmm. Well, our last and final rule, <laughs> our last and final honorable, honorable mention, mention goes to none other than 
Cardi B. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's as much deserved. She ruled she the year. Yeah. She won people's hearts. Yeah. Um, she won their pockets. She won their <laughs> minds. Yes. And she has made mainstream crossover appeal. And I believe that, you know, it just goes, it's a testament to mm-hmm. authenticity. Right. And again, I, I'll say this. I don't think she's the best rapper I've ever heard lyrically. No. Mm-hmm. But she has authenticity. She feels real. Mm-hmm. You want to talk to her. Yeah. You see yourself in her. Yeah. And that's why she's successful. Yeah. And yeah. so long as she maintains and keeps that, mm-hmm. she'll she'll be a star. Yeah. And I'm just going to read off a, a quick list of some of her accomplishments that okay. she's made in this year in alone. In this year alone, yeah. She was the first solo female MC to the top Billboard Hot 100. Mm-hmm. She's had the longest number one by a solo female rapper. Mm-hmm. Longest running, that yeah. is. And that was uh, for a total of... That was Bodak Yellow. Yeah. And uh, it spent two weeks on the rise. Hold on. You can see. Oh, three weeks at number one. Okay. For Bodak Yellow. Mm-hmm. She also uh, debuted on the cover of Rolling Stone, mm-hmm. the first Latina rapper. Yeah. Uh, she was the first woman to chart having her first three entries mm-hmm. on the hot R&B hip-hop songs in the top ten simultaneously. Mm-hmm. So she had three songs yeah. on the top ten. Mm-hmm. It was Bodak Yellow, Motorsport, and No Limit with mm-hmm. G-Eazy. Okay. She became nominated for Grammys. Mm-hmm. She won three awards at the 2017 BET Hip Hop Honors. Mm-hmm. She was the first rapper to have three singles in the Hot 100's Top 10 simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Not only the three, but her three debut singles. Yeah, yeah. Um, she was the first woman to have five simultaneous Top 10 Hot R&B songs in the charts. Mm-hmm. She's... Uh, Scored her second number one Hot 100 um, with on the hip-hop R&B charts mm-hmm. with Finesse with Bruno Mars. Mm-hmm. She's been streamed over 100 million times on Apple Music. And she has uh, the most simultaneous titles on the Billboard Hot 100 of any other artist. Wow. Passing Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Even yeah, for simultaneous title titles on the Hot 100 for wow. a solo female artist. Yeah, so I think that her rise to fame is un- undoubt undoubtable. You can't shake it. I mean, yeah. she has receipts mm-hmm. on receipts on receipts. Yeah, and she's had quite a year. She has. So yeah, let's see what 2019 has in store for her. She's only going to keep going. So big drum roll, you guys. We're revealing to you. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure you might have guessed it by now, knowing us, who has been named. The category is Person of of the the Year year. for 2018. Maurice, do you want to do the honors? Our Person of the Year is none other than Her Royal Highness, Rachel Meghan Markle, the Duchess of Sussex. It was an easy choice for us. It was. was, (laughs) There was no other. Yeah, because to speak of someone who had the biggest impact on the year, Meghan Markle. That's it. Mm -hmm. I mean, just looking at the cultural significance of a biracial American divorcee marrying into one of the oldest institutions in the world. Right. The British royal family. She is amazing. And it's not just because she... Of that accomplishment, not, so yeah, to speak. Yeah, because that's... Is that an accomplishment? No. Her marriage doesn't define her. Right. Her impact on the world. 
just to think of like you said you know to kind of parallel with barack obama it's something that people never thought they would ever see right and so for her to do that and be on the stage where for how many centuries that people think that it's not possible they would never see that happen right and here she is and she's a philanthropist she is very devoted and given to charity work and just to look at the accomplishments that she's made since she's even married into the family like she's done more charity work and engagements in the first like six months than people who have you know been there for years you know it's just like she hit the ground running and she is using her voice in a way that people just never thought right. was possible. And I think that, you know, some people might have some negative commentary about they her. Do. Yeah. Regarding the fact that, you know, the reason that she's at this station or a lot in life is because the fact that she married into this family. And albeit true, I think that that negates the fact that you just can't be you know, regular snuggler, any old body marrying mm-hmm. into this family, you know, right. you are vetted. Mm-hmm. You are, you have to be of a certain um, level or degree or pedigree. And I think that she still can be defined separately from the family right. because it's not run like a traditional family. Yeah. It is, they, they are a family committed to service mm-hmm. and that is what the crown is about. Yeah. And she's demonstrated that she is committed to such service. Mm-hmm. And I think that she has demonstrated that the royal family is shifting and changing in its views along with the world and that she's an integral part of that. I mean, she was one of the most Googled people. She was the most Googled person this entire year because people and took last an, year too. an interest in her. Mm-hmm. And I think that, um, you know, as a person of color, as a woman of color, mm-hmm. she's faced much more criticism yeah, scrutiny. than other women who have married into that family. Right. And it's a lot of scrutiny upon everything from her touching her own belly mm-hmm. of her own, where she's carrying her own child yeah. to, you know, how she, you know, shuts her own car door yeah. and the nail polish that she wears. Yeah. I mean, she's being picked apart, mm-hmm. but she handles each step grace. of the way with grace yeah. and dignity mm-hmm. and honor. And I think that she is an example of what we all can aspire to be, mm-hmm. you know, not. And if that's not what you aspire to be, that's fine. That's fine. But I think that she just... It's just to, to live one's life mm-hmm. in a way that's authentic yeah. and to live it with some grace yeah. and some humility mm-hmm. and to think of service. Yeah. And she really, truly inspires yeah. me. And like her service has been, you know, she, it's not something that new, like, oh, I'm marrying into this family, so I have to start doing this service. She's been doing service for years. Right, she, she was a UNICEF Global Ambassador. Yeah, she was a World Vision sponsor where she was going to different sites around the world to get, you know, people eyeglasses and corrective right. lenses. She was a clean water ambassador for Rwanda. She traveled to India to give people information and awareness about feminine hygiene products right. that were preventing women from going to school. Sure. And, you know, education and just women's rights and all these things are important to her and she's using her voice to bring attention to them and just I'm just inspired by her and right. I just cannot wait for her to have his baby <laughs> that drop his baby yeah. yes yeah. And, you know, people focus on like the low hanging fruit with mm-hmm. Megan or her royal highness you know on the fashion right yeah. because that's something to easily reduce her to it's something that's fun to talk about mm-hmm. and that can also turn 
you know, cents into dollars right. and so on and so forth because everything she wears just sells so out. But I think the fact that she's able to do all these things mm-hmm. with so much grace yeah. and while looking so good. Why? I don't know. Yeah. She just, she's awesome yeah. and I love her. Yeah, me and, too. You know, I was a person, I'm not an Anglophile like Maurice. <laughs> I could not care less about the royal family. Right. But she ignited this interest in me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's because I can see her in me. Yeah. Or, or me and her. Yeah. And um, I, I feel enough, I have an affinity mm-hmm. towards her. Yeah. And uh, she's made me become interested because I care for her and mm-hmm. I want her to do well. Yeah, yeah. And um, now I do care. Yeah. And... I'm just, I'm so proud of her and I'm shocked with the, with the level that she's impacted my life. So really, I am. Cause you know, I was not that, I was not that girl. I was not that <laughs> person. Yeah. I could not care less about a royal, yeah. but now I'm just like making this and yeah. making that. And yeah. I do. I think she's mm-hmm. like super interesting. I care yeah. now. Yeah. And I think that a lot of other a people, lot of people care now, care now yeah. because they see themselves. Mm-hmm. It's, and that goes to just show you again, representation mm-hmm. and inclusion of yeah. people. Yeah. Uh, and I have nothing better to say i hope yeah. she has a, a lovely christmas and yeah. uh i hope all our listeners you know have had a lovely christmas yeah. and i hope you have a lovely new year mm-hmm. remember be safe mm-hmm. you know drink responsibly yes and you know just take the time to reflect on your year yeah what do you want to leave in 2018 <laughs> what were your best, best of 2018 moments. yeah what resolutions or what intentions, intentions. do you want to set yeah. So, share that with us. And um, remember, we're going to get rolling right out the gate yes. of 2019 with yeah. you guys with mm-hmm. new shows and new content Every and the week. same old mess. <laughs> okay, because we're not going anywhere. Any Category yep. is, it's just getting started. Yes. So remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on all things social media at Category, Category is Pod. pod. And also email us at categoryispod at gmail.com. All right, guys. Thanks Thanks. for listening and have a happy new year. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Bye.